Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Listen Linda Show. You guys already know how I do, okay? So while we're waiting to start the show, we start at 6 o'clock. I'm going to play some waiting music just to get us in the mood, okay? All right.
Yes, yes, yes. And Jennifer, I just want to let you know, I see that you called in, okay, sweetheart, but I can only have five at a time, but stay on the line and you'll come up after our first speaker. This is the Listen Linda Show featuring Faith Safe Havens Women Ministry. And today we're going to speak with the women and the founder the and the members of Faith Safe Havens Women Ministry. And we're going to talk about the impact that they're having on their community and what they plan to do as far as far as a global impact we're helping women in need okay so the first guest um that i'm going to bring on i'm going to bring on the founders of angelically blessed who actually created faith safe haven but before we do that y'all know me i have to bring us in with prayer so um i'm going to bring us in with prayer and then we're going to get right to it Dear Lord God, we come before you today with grateful hearts as we embark on this new endeavor of the Listen Linda podcast. We ask for your blessings upon this platform, Lord God, designed to uplift and empower women through the stories and experiences shared by the amazing women of Faith Safe Havens Women Ministry. May your wisdom and light shine upon our guests, Lord God, allowing their voices to be heard with clarity and authenticity. Grant them the courage to share their stories, knowing that their words have the power to inspire, comfort, and bring hope to those who listen, Lord God. We pray for success of this podcast, that it may reach the hearts of many, touching lives and fostering a sense of community among women around the globe, Lord God. May it become a safe space for vulnerability, growth, and connection. Guide and inspire us. Lord God, as we navigate the challenges and joys that come with this venture, help us to be attentive listeners, open to the lessons and wisdom shared by our beautiful guests, Lord God. May each episode be a source of encouragement, empowerment, and love, fostering a sense of sisterhood among all who tune in. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to create this podcast and for the incredible women who will grace its episodes. May it be a vessel of love, understanding, and support, bringing light into the lives of all who engage with it, Lord God. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. And now I'm going to bring Miss Kate Thurman. How are you doing, Kate and Chris? Kate and Chris Thurman of Angelically Blessed. How are you guys doing this evening? Doing fine. How are you? Doing good. <laughs> doing, doing great. So I'm just going to jump right in and ask you guys what, okay, I'm going to start with you, Chris. What did you think of the song? Count on me. What did you think of that song? <laughs> it's a good song. Very good song. Okay. Kate, you, how did that song resonate with, um, how did the Count on Me resonate with your ministry and what you guys have going on with Angelically Blessed and Faith Safe Havens Women Ministry? Well, I was listening to the song. It resonated with me because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to let people know and um, minister to people and let them know that they can count on us. We're trying to be um, a listening ear for those who can't speak out and who don't want to um, talk about what they went through. We want to get them to a point to where they can speak about it and be comfortable with it and know how to give it to God. So Amen. that's how that song resonated to me. Amen. Now, can you share with us?
the inspiration behind founding the Faith Safe Havens Women Ministry. What motivated you to create this empowering space for women? Honestly, my life and knowing what I went through and how I had to suffer in silence and knowing that I, I was supposed to be doing something different. I, I would tell my husband, I said, I'm, I'm supposed to be doing something different. I know I'm not doing enough. And so when I started praying, I started praying. I said, Lord, what is it that, you know, we need to do? We need to impact the world. Knowing what I went through, knowing, you know, that I have the book that's coming out that's going to tell my life story. And I said, and one day, God placed it at three o'clock in the morning and, and he needs a whole vision. And it's to empower women to let them know, as I stated before, you know, they don't have to do like I did. A lot of us um, who've been through domestic violence, whether it be domestic violence, molestation, any kind of assault or any form, any kind of abuse from where there's friends, family, it doesn't matter. Um, a lot of us carry that. We carry it with us. And so behind that is just that, to let women know, women, children, and it's not always women. Sometimes it's, it's, it's um, in the male, the males do it. And so I, I didn't want anyone to make me feel like I was forced to talk about it because who it could have been, you know, who it was, you know, because even though you are in that space and those things happen to you, you still, depending on who it is, trying to protect the person that or the person the people connected to that person not so the person but the people that's connected to that person you don't want to hurt them so for in silence right so next question that's very very empowering very very empowering i need y'all to kind of move into a different space in the house if you can because you were kind of going in and out and i don't want your the rest of the questions to kind of be mumbled where we can't really understand what you're saying. So I want to make sure that you're in a good space, okay? Um, and the yeah. next question is for Chris. Chris, as a co-founder of the Angelically Blessed Non-for-Profit Organization, could you give us more insight about the mission and the work you do alongside your wife, Kate? Well, my, uh, my purpose is to make sure my wife has, has me to uh, lean on when she needs me. I'm there supporting her with her uh, dream, you know, when she came to me with it and the way she talked about it, she was so enthusiastic about it. And it, I seen like a light go off on her and weight lifted off of her. So I'm just here to support her and everything she does. That's like Mr. Cox, y'all. <laughs> he is the beacon. So I definitely understand. And it's great to have that. Um, especially as women and what we have gone through with trauma and those type of things for God to be able to bless us with a Boaz to be able to say, you know what, babe, I got you. I'm your support. I'm your consultant. I'm your shield. I'm your, your, your armor, you know, in your time of need, I'm your vessel. I'm your light. I'm who God uses to pour into you. So you could be able to pour into others to make sure that your cup is still overflowing. And that is what we all need and desire to have. And and I just thank God for you, for her, same way people thank God for my husband with me. So uh, moving right along, Kate, your book, Walking in My True Divine Purpose, it sounds intriguing. 
um, could you give us a glimpse of what readers can expect and the message you hope to convey through your writing? Okay, I can. So to give you a glimpse of the book is to give you a glimpse and Faith Safe Haven because it was inspired by my life. The book was inspired by my life, overcoming all of the tragedy that I've been through, all of the trials and tribulations that I've been through. And to get to this point in my life, you know, I wanted to put the book out, tell about my life, but in the end, you're going to see where I am now in Christ. I am married to the one that I'm supposed to be with. I did not let what I've been through make who I am. Amen. And so it's going to inspire people to know that they cannot live in that. They don't have to live in that. You don't have to turn to um, drugs. You don't have to turn into turn into um, sex trafficking. You don't have to turn into the things that a lot of us do when they go through those, those types of things. And I wanted to inspire people to turn to God and live their life in a way that they can touch others. I want to touch millions with this book. I want to touch millions with this company. And I know we can do so by them seeing what I've been through, where I am, and where I'm going. Amen, girl. Girl, amen. Okay, so we'd love to hear more about your role as a co-producer for You Make a Difference TV. What will this show be about? And how does it align with your vision of making a positive impact? Well, that's just it. Um, the other co-producer, Miss Anita Newson, she'll come on and tell you a little bit more about it later. But basically, it's just what it is. We're trying to make a difference in our community, and we want to inspire and impact our communities. And anyone that does the same, we want to inspire them and, and provide the platform for them to come on. And so we can see the positivity in our communities, not just, you know, anything negative. We're trying to make sure that we keep it positive. Will you make a difference to you? So with that, um, the, what I get from my interpretation of it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is so, many, so much stuff that's going viral these days that are negative. So what you guys are trying to do is take what's going on that's positive that doesn't get that light shine upon it and give those people a chance to have the light shine upon them to show that there's a lot of positive going on in, in the in the universe as well, not just negative stuff all the time. So to be able to create that space to give light to the people that are bringing positivity, because if they bring positivity, if people are seeing positive, more people want to embody that. Am I saying it right? Yes, in a nutshell. <laughs> all right. So, Chris, this one is for you. Uh, being involved in CKT Logistics um, and you as well, Kate, and holding the mortgage loan originator license covering all 50 states, that's quite impressive. Now, how do these professional roles intersect with you guys' passion for empowering people and making a difference? Okay. You want to go first? No, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. With um, CKT um, Logistics, what we wanted to do was um, well, that's, you know, a logistic company. And so how it would tie in is going to, I, I think we're going to we're focus on delivering goods and services. And so mm -hmm. that's going to tie into what we do. Everything we do is positive. 
And so when we go over to the mortgage loan originator, I believe in what they stand for and um, 75 for all. And so they're trying to help the communities too as well. And there's a couple of other ladies on here that are also mortgage loan originators. And so everything that I do, I try to make sure I go by what they stand for because if I don't, if I don't believe in what they stand for, I am not going to participate. And so with mortgage loan originator, I, anyone who contacts me to get a home, I'm going to try my best to get them in a home because we want all of our, all minorities to be able to home own, own their home loan, their own home. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And so with that is a very positive impact on that what I do and I know that with this platform and everything that I have going on and they see okay what I'm doing what she's doing okay she can help me that's another way that I can help people whether it's getting into a home getting them off the street getting them out of a shelter whichever way um, God leads me to do so I in some way I know I'm helping someone and a lot of people think that they can't own a home because of their past as well. I'm here to tell you that's not true. That's not true. And I'm going to help them when they come to apply for a home. And if they can't get approved originally, then we have a company debt cleanse. We will help them clean up their credit so they eventually can afford to buy a home. Amen. Amen. And I want to commend you both for just everything that you're doing in your community and the positive um, impact that you're not just having in the community, but now it's globally. Um, this podcast is heard in 10 different countries. So I have listeners from all over um, and they are listening to your stories and they will be listening to your stories tonight. Um, so I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much um, for um, just having the courage to even start a non-for-profit because that's really, really hard to do, especially with people of color in the, the, um, in the political sense of, you know, what we're going through now, um, to even have the courage to stand out and say, you know what, I want to help people. I want to use my time and the gifts that God has given me to sow into others. And I just thank you guys I bless it. I call it blessed. And I and I pray that God bless it a hundred times fold. So you guys can impact not just your communities, but globally and nationally and internationally as well. Thank you guys so much. Um, I'm going to play one song and then I'm going to uh, move on to our next guest, Miss Lakithia. Don't wait. 
All right, the next guest we got coming up is Miss Lakeithia King. How you doing, Lakeithia? Hit your, hit your microphone, sweetie. There you go. How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I can't complain, girl. What good is that going to do? It ain't going to do us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lakeithia, you are the Youth Empowerment Mentoring Coach. Um, and as a Youth Empowerment Mentoring Coach for Faith, Safe Havens Women's Ministry. Could you share with us what drew you to this profession and what inspired you to work with young individuals and help them reach their full potential? Um, um, well, for starters, um, it's just the importance of just youth engagement overall for me. 
um, just because, you know, youth engagement can lead to the increased, not only like academic performance, but also like the improved social, emotional well-being. And it pretty much helps young people, you know, build their skills and networks that are, I would say, valued in not only like a workplace or even just the economic mobility sir thing. So I just felt like with me being so young and I feel like I'm like a perfect gateway as far as age wise, cause I'm going on 23. I don't know everything, but you know, I know enough to be that perfect gateway for both those that are, you know, 18 and under, but also, you know, help with like the communication standard wise for those older that feel like maybe like, especially young women that feel like maybe they can't talk to higher individuals or those that they see superior to them. So that's why it was something that I really wanted to tag along to because I felt like I could be a great help in that aspect. Great, great answer, sweetheart. Okay, so what are some of the key aspects of your role as a youth empowerment mentoring coach? And how do you how would you support and guide the young people with the work that you do? Um, I would, so I would say, that by, you know, being that listening ear, first and foremost, um, I feel like that's one of the biggest downfall, downfalls nowadays in our society as young individuals is not being able to feel as though we're being listened to. So I feel like that would be the number one starter is just being that listening ear and also being that voice of reason. Um, you know, giving unbiased opinions and, you know, unsolicited advice just to help them get through whatever struggles and situations that they may be going through. Um, also even offer like different things that I've tried. Like for instance, I'm in therapy and, you know, just stretching the importance of mental health. Um, cause I feel like a lot of the traumatic situations that people go through and especially young individuals, you know, it takes a tamper on your mental health. So just stretching the importance on making sure your mental health is up to par. Um, and I feel like overall that'll just mold them and help them, you know, continue down the right path. Great, great answers. Look, Keithia, you are so, so um, intelligent and well-spoken and I know you making your mama real proud right now. So <laughs> I said, I said, when she get on here, and you talk about professionally, I'm going to ask her, now, how you get that country mama? <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I'm here for it. I, I praise your parents. I think that you are such a phenomenal young lady. Um, and I just Thank commend you. you so, so much. Um, now, in your opinion, what are the most important life skills or qualities that young individuals need to develop in order to succeed in today's world? And how would you help them cultivate these skills? That was a good one. <laughs> um, I feel like um, some of the most important skills is communication. Um, 
being able to be this well-spoken, um, very headstrong, stand firm on everything that you believe in. Um, I feel like another important skill for them to have is creativity. Um, I feel like it's very important to be able to express yourselves in whatever way, shape, or form that's in a positive light, of course. Um, like, for instance, mine is dancing. I've been dancing since the age of two. Um, <laughs> I also like to do music and, you know, stuff like that. Um, I would say another life skill that would be great for young adults is problem solving. Um, a lot of times I feel like those my age or younger, we aren't that good at problem solving. Um, <laughs> uh, and I feel like that's very much so necessary in order to, you know, maneuver in this way of life. And as well as problem solving, I would say decision-making goes hand in hand as well. Um, and I think the most important thing though would be the self-awareness. Um, just being aware of your state of mind, your stature. And basically I would like to just have my hand in that and just help guide them and, you know, show more positive ways to go about things as a young individual. Um, you can go to school you can make something of yourself. You don't have to be in the streets. You don't have to turn to, you know, all the things that society views as negative, that are negative, that things that could, you know, wind you up in places that you really don't want to be. Um, and I feel like with that, I would probably focus on like the goal setting. Um, just understanding whatever their goal is and, basically tailored towards whatever individual young individual that I am currently helping just basically help them come up with the skills and necessary things to help them get to that goal. Great, great, great answer, sweetheart. Um, let me see another one that I, okay. So mentoring is a two way street, right? And mm -hmm. mentors, off, mentors often learn as much from their mentees as they teach them. So what valuable lessons have you learned or that you plan to learn from young people that you have mentored or maybe will mentor in the future? What do you think you can take away from your mentees that they probably, that you would probably deem um, relatable or something that you feel like you would want to learn from them? I would say, Just, I feel like I could learn a lot from my mentees, starting with just um, how their situations cultivate them into the person that they currently are. Um, just learning different backgrounds, different settings, and just see how it molds them. And, you know, just, you know, you never know, like, <laughs> I could run into someone that can handle a situation way better than I can. Um, so with that, I just, I feel like it's just a, like a trial and error type situation. One of those things where I just, along the lines, just learn how to like self-pace and learning that everyone is interesting and learning how to be grateful 
um, because, you know, I could help someone that could be going through something 10 times as worse than I've ever had to experience. Um, I could probably even learn from my mistakes. Um, they could probably be in a situation where I was once in and they handled it a lot better than I did. So, you know, and just learning that, like, you know, success comes in many forms. So just I feel like it'll just be an overall learning experience for everyone. So, I so that is a great answer. I'm going to stop you right there because I don't want you to lose focus. OK, so I'm, I'm going to reel you back in. But you said it in the beginning. OK, the answer that you said was a great answer because a lot of people, even people my age, people older than me, people older than a lot, like your mama, your grandmama, everybody, nobody really understands that. When you are helping people and they are in different situations, you never know where your life may end up. So mm -hmm. the way that they get through those things, you watching, you seeing how they survived that, you never know when you will have to apply that to your own life or to your kid's life. So let's say you're mentoring a, a young child that's on drugs, right? And mm -hmm. as you're mentoring them, you're watching them grow. You're watching them evo evolve and come off of it, right? And become a better person. Now, who's to say, Lord forbid, I'm not, I'm not wishing this on you and I bind it, okay? But what I'm basically saying is that how do you know that down the road, your kids or your grandkids may not be in that situation? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, I, then you'll think back, okay, well, I, I, I saw this before. Not that I've been through it, but I saw it and I saw how... Uh, X, Y, Z overcame that. So maybe if I talk to my kids or my grandkids or somebody that I know that's going through this now, I can give them an outlet on how they can turn that around just by watching this person and seeing how this person evolved. And guess what? You had a hand in helping them do that. So that's what I basically meant by a lot of times we go through the, we go through things or we may be going through things silently that our mentees are going through now. And even though we may not say it, we teach them how to overcome it and as teaching them, we are learning how to overcome it or learning how to teach others to overcome it as well. So what you said in the beginning, when you said they may be going through things that they could teach me, I'm watching them, how they survived or how they overcame it will help you to overcome it or somebody you know or somebody is close to you so that was the perfect answer the, per yeah, the perfect agree. answer that was yeah, like, like top tier i'm sorry that was top tier sweetheart so i just <laughs> want to stop you i ain't want you to keep rambling i'm like nope let me stop her yeah. uh, I don't be rude because i don't want you to get thrown off of the correct answer by moving into a different you know like a different territory yeah. So that's why I cut you there. But I have one more question for you before we go into another song. Okay, sweetheart, you are doing a great job. Doing a, a way, way great job. Okay. Um, could you share some insights into your approach to mentoring? What strategies or techniques would you find most effective in empowering and motivating the young individuals that you work with or that you will work with in the future? I would say... Number one thing, as far as my approach would to keep an active line of communication, um, just making sure that I'm steadily available as much as I possibly can. Um, I think another great approach would probably be to, you know, try to maintain a good schedule um, as far as check-ins and so on and so forth. 
Um, and as well as, you know, learning their goals, even sharing my personal goals with them to, I guess, kind of relate to them and kind of set the tone of, you know, this isn't a I teach you. It's more like a we teach each other ordeal. Um, and then just maintain a mutual respect with each other, um, especially as young women. Um, I feel like the biggest benefit to supporting women is kind of having that friendship. And, you know, it's fundamental to being a young woman. And for a woman, it could be like an essential part of like their balanced life. So I feel like with that, those are probably some of the first approaches that I'll make sure that I take as far as becoming a good mentor and, you know, just sitting alongside with them. Great job, Lakeithia King. Thank you so, so much, um, the Youth Empowerment Coach. Um, I think you are doing a phenomenal job, sweetheart. And I know that you will continue to do a phenomenal job and you will flourish in whatever it is that God chooses uh, for you to do. I appreciate you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to go to the next song. And then after that, we will have Miss Anita, the biz coach, to um, grace us with her presence. Thank you again, Lakeithia. You did a phenomenal job, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank for you for having me. We are not afraid Although we know there's much to fear We were moving mountains long Before we knew we could Oh yes There can be miracles When you believe Though hope is free it's hard to kill Who knows what miracles You can achieve When you believe Somehow you will You will when you
boy Whitney gonna always be my favorite. Somehow, somehow, somehow. Next up, we got Anita, the biz coach girl. How did that song resonate with you? I got tears coming out my ass, child. How you doing? How you, how you doing? Girl, how did that song hit you? Girl. You know how to pick them, don't you? <laughs> you know how to pick them, girl. I tell you, um, it just resonated because, you know, we all face, um, we all face challenges, right? We all face di difficult times in our life. Um, but what we have to trust in is God's, you know, his unwavering faith in us. He created us in his own image. And therefore, we can believe in him. That means we can believe in ourselves. So, yes, I love that song. Awesome selection. Girl, you know, I got, you know, I got him in the boat, honey. Look, look, and they can't touch me, can they? Look, okay. So we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it, Anita. Okay. You know I love you. I'm, I'm so, so grateful that you have graced our platform for the third time. Um, and as a God-purposed BS coach, could you share with us what inspired you to blend spiritual principles with business strategies? And how do you believe this combination can benefit individuals in their entrepreneurial journey? A lot of people don't think about it, but when you look at Jesus and his disciples, they were business people, right? Jesus was a carpenter. They didn't say he worked at the local um, um, barn or, you know, he wasn't a shepherd looking over the sheep, right? He was a businessman. Also, I mean, look at Paul. He owned his own shipping business. He, you know, he was a fisherman. And so he had staff and all those things. So it's always been combined. You know, the kingdom of God is, is what you have to start with when you're talking about business and trying to establish, you know, those type of things. So it just makes sense that you have to combine the two. I mean, if you want something to be blessed that you do, you got to put God, you know, all up in it anyway, because that's the only way you're going to truly succeed. Right. So uh, the way I like to incorporate that into what I do is, um, if I have to pray with one of my clients, I don't have a problem with that, okay? Because it doesn't matter what you do, you know, what your bank account looks like or what you're trying, you know, you're try trying to expand your business or whatever. If your life tore up, if you can't manage your own mental, you know, your, your emotional self, it doesn't matter, you know, how big your bank account is because you're not going to be at peace. So until you, you know, until they have that peace, we can't really go on and work together. So I don't mind, you know, stepping back from that, you know, professional side or consulting side or whatever, and then just getting one-on-one -on -one with uh, my clients. Cause that's, I mean, it's ministry and I see it as ministry. And I just thank God, you know, that he found me, um, you know, honored me and saw me as someone that would be able to speak into people's lives like that. So I'm grateful. Hey, man, that was a great answer. And that was the answer that I was looking for. 
uh, when you said that um, the first thing that hit me is when you said that Jesus was a carpenter. And that's what people forget. They think that he just just went out and started journeying on. And that's not what happened. God molded him. He put him with Joseph. And, you know, and so Joseph can teach him certain things, you know, that and, and God used Joseph as that vessel to teach Jesus. So when he grew up, he had all of those. He had those gifts that God gave him and in order to to thrive in business, we have to use the gifts that God gave us. So we have to incorporate God in everything. So that was a great, great answer, Anita. Okay, so next one. Because um, I have a few for you. Know, you know, I got questions, girl. Uh, <laughs> okay, so being the God Purpose Business Coach, can you explain to the, uh, to the listeners um, and the people who are listening to this on the replay and on the podcast, on different podcasts, um, can you explain um, how you help individuals align their business, career, and life with their core values and higher callings? And what strategies or techniques do you use to guide them in this process? Well, um, you know, God has created us all with the purpose. Our lives have purpose. And a lot of times, you know, unfortunately, People will live their whole lives and never know their purpose or their reason for being here. Well, none of us are mistake. You know, yeah, my mama wasn't married when she when she had me, but God meant for me to be here. I was supposed to be here. Each one of us were supposed to be here for a purpose and a plan. His whole big scheme, you know, of the whole world and universe. And we think, wow, God thought that much of me. Yes, he did. He made, you know, he thought that much of us that he needed the, you know, what we think is so insignificant. The little piece of whatever we do, we think nobody sees it or God sees it. And that's what he created us to do, right? So one of the things I like to do is, you know, if someone comes to me and they have an idea of something they might want to do, you know, start a business or maybe even further their career, they have to know, first of all, um, you know, I might have to make a list of, okay, what are some of the things that you've done in the past? You know, when I used to be a, um, a uh, college uh, instructor over a grant, a grant program, and when I was lived in Phoenix City, Alabama, well, when I was down that way, I lived in Columbus, Georgia. Um, we used to, I used to have to help the students in the class, or the, really they were adults, right? Uh, adult students, help them with their resumes. So I would be like, okay, make a list of all the things you've done, you know, and they'll be like, <laughs> okay, well, it, it might be, let's say it was a, a housewife, you know, someone that's been in, at home all this time and she now has to, you know, maybe she's divorced now and she has to uh, get her a job. Maybe she ain't been in the job field for 20, 40 years, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, what you been doing when you was at home? Oh, well, I paid all the bills. Oh, you was a financial manager, uh, uh, you know, for so many years. Okay, well, let's word that and put that down. There. Okay, what else are some of the things you've done? You know, so just sometimes people don't even realize the skills and the abilities they have that they can market and sell themselves. So, you know, I've done things like that. And so uh, I'm not sure if I'm answering your whole question, but those are some of the things that I like to do is have people to look at themselves and see, you know, look within themselves and see, you know what, I have done more than I thought I had. I can do this, you know, and just helping them to believe in themselves that, look, either you've been doing this stuff for free for a long time and now you need to monetize that 
or you've been in corporate America or wherever working on these people's jobs and you've been you've been supervising people whether you knew it or not right you know uh you might not have had the title but what did you do what did you actually do what did they have you doing so just internalizing and seeing what you know skills gifts talents abilities each one has so they can further that whether they need to get more skills maybe they get a certification in something maybe they need to go back to school you know uh if they want to achieve their goals because so i i love to help um individuals as well as my clients you know set and reach their goals and i'm just as excited oh my god i get so excited when they're able to see themselves reach that goal and then they go to the next and the next and i you know i, I take it personal and i just you know it's just a joy to see um someone when they have accomplished something that they never thought they could do you answered that completely um and i you know, I, if nobody else told you, I commend you and I appreciate you. Um, but even like when I first met you, you know, we clicked right off the bat. But when I first met you, you know, you had already given us because we met through the She Said Yes to Herself Unapologetically Summit, right? And you had given everybody their little trinkets or whatever, um, you know, the little gifts that you was giving all the speakers or whatever who showed up, right? For the little yes. swag bag that we had. But you kept sending me stuff to help me, um, even until today. If you find something or you see something that, that you think that I may need or anything, you always email me these things. You, you are very, very helpful. And I think that what you're bringing to this ministry is going to be dynamic because I know as far as business-wise, you're very professional and I've experienced it myself and you have no problem with helping people and empowering people. And I just commend you just for that. I just want to throw that out there before I ask you this next question. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that up before I ask you this next question. So the next question, um, other than me, because I'm a success story of a client, um, could you share a success story of a client that you have mentored and how did you help them align their business or career with their core values and what impact did it have on their life? Okay. okay. The first one that comes to mind and, you know, it's so, I used to say ironic sometimes, but it was just God. Um, and I'm, I'm an open book. If anybody that knows me personally, you know, I will be the first one to say, baby, I ain't been saved all my life. Okay. So, and I've had struggles and I've had to go through things. So, um, when I was in Columbus, Georgia, and I had, um, uh, been out of the military for quite some time, I got out to follow my, uh, ex who was also in the military. And so, um, after we separated and divorced, I had to start my life over, really, you know, for real, for real. And so, uh, because the VA offered counseling, I took the counseling that they offered. So I was going to counseling for a while. And my last counselor there in Columbus, Georgia, she was just such a blessing to me. You know, they, they're limited with sharing God, but I knew this was a woman of God. And I knew at the time that was something I needed to, you know, I needed in my life. I needed connect back to because I had really left the church, had been through church hurt and all that stuff. So um we lost when I moved up to the Atlanta area, we lost contact with each other. And do you know I had posted my um 
my my business skills and stuff on i think it was uh, on the platform upwork or something like that and you know we reconnected found each other i was like i know this ain't miss so-and-so i was like wait a minute and so we connected again and she was really one of my first clients when i right before i left my job my um my last job i had i started working with her first and so the first thing we were doing i was helping her you know edit her book uh i did some stuff with um i did some customer service and some other training with her a staff and everything and so um during that whole oh and i was also this was the big thing i was also helping her with her dissertation because she was trying to get through the different stages of her dissertation and so um during all of that time her husband walked in one day and said he didn't want to be married anymore right and you know that just rocked her world it was just like and i understood that i could relate to it to some degree even though my experience was different than that um but i knew you know this this woman needed she didn't just need me to help her with her work she needed me to help her just you know give her some tidbits um of and i don't want to say advice because anybody that really knows me i'll let you know i do i give out my disclaimer first look what i went through and what i did everybody's story is different right there are some commonalities you know uh that can be in people's different stories but you everybody has to how much where i'm going to use they want they need to they have their own solution everybody's solution the problem might look the same but everybody's solution is not the same so i don't give anybody you know this is what i'm gonna tell you this is what i did but your situation might be different than mine so i never tell anybody well this is what you should do no 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 no. i'm gonna tell you what my experience was and i'm gonna tell you what god you know how he can see you through something like that and so thrive through that whole challenging you know experience and that's actually part of why I do some of what I do as well. So that was one of those times where I was just thankful that I could be in the right place and right time and allow God to use me. Right. And you know what? You said something that was very dynamic and I want to highlight what you said. Um, you don't judge people and you don't tell people how to get through things because just because the situation just because the problem is the same don't mean that the situation is the same it doesn't mean that the resolve is the same as well because we all are individuals which means that we handle things differently and the way that, the way that my life is going behind my four walls may not be your may not be the same way for you so the way that you handle your situation will nine times out of ten be different but what i can do is give you my testimony and how i made it through and then maybe you talk to god and you fast and you communicate and you pray so he can give you that your resolve right so yeah. am, I, am i interpreting what you said correctly because I'm I don't thank you okay yeah so yeah move, look here i go move right <laughs> on to the next question because i just wanted to you had it and i just wanted to make sure that i got it the way that you got it okay so with with the mission with the uh faith safe havens women ministry and your mission um women empowerment is an important aspect of the mission okay and um how do you specifically support and no not how do but how will i'm sorry how will you specifically support and empower women in aligning 
their business careers with their core values and their higher callings? Well, well I, I, one of the things I want to say is relationship is more important than anything to me. So, um, and, and allowing people to see that you're real, you know, um, that's what people care about more than anything. They want to be able to relate to somebody that, that's real, you know, that's authentic, right? Um, that they can relate to. So just first of all, establishing those relationships first. And then once somebody sees that you care, you truly genuinely care about them, you know, they'll they'll listen to you. They'll believe, you know, they'll they'll have more of a um um intent to believe you you know, of lack of a better word, but um, just, you know, first of all, developing those relationships and establishing, you know, um, a foundation that can be built upon, right? And so the way I see how we will empower them or how I will empower them is just helping them to find their voice, you know, um, their true identity and who they are. Because uh, a lot of times in marriage, you know, in relationships, when you're in, you know, different types of situations, you tend to lose your identity. You know, especially as women, we wear so many hats. We wear hats, you know, we're parents, we're sisters, we're aunties, you know, we're in the corporate world. So we might be a manager. Then we at the church and we might be over the women's ministry or, you, you know, it's all these different hats. And you can lose your identity of who you are. You know, um, and then we overdo ourselves. You know, I, me and Kate was talking about the other day how, uh, you know, we want to help women to understand they can't they can't live a life from an empty cup, from even from a half full cup. You can't give to other people until your cup is full and then it overflows into other people. So allowing them to see that, that that's how they should live their lives, to empower them. Look, you can't, you can't live your life on empty, baby. You got to have some juice in you. You got to have some, you know, some of that Holy Ghost power working up in you to give you the strength and the wisdom and the understanding that you need to be able to make it through any kind of situation that you, you know, encounter. Um, so just helping them to see who they truly are, who God created them to be in his image and likeness and whatever he did baby we can do too so we call it things into existence we don't accept situations at face value we don't take it by what it looked like because what, what stuff look like will fool you okay <laughs> how many of us been fooled by what something looked like okay i'm trying to tell you because everything that glitter ain't gold and, and even salt yeah. look like sugar okay yeah mercy <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank you so much, Anita. You know it's always a blessing. You know it's always a key key with you and me, okay? And yes, I appreciate yes. you so, so much. And Faith Safe Haven has a true gem with you. I, I truly appreciate everything that you do, everything that you stand for. You are an amazing person in and out. And I appreciate you calling and 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 checking in and you always tune in to the listen linda show on this i just appreciate you anyway child you are a true supporter and you are a true rider and you are my sister in christ you are everybody's sister in christ and you are also a co-author as well for the anthology she said yes to self unapologetically now i know i got my she said yes people in here so i just had to you know <laughs> 
you know, hit it one time for us, you know, to pre-sale, you know, it will be available, it's, it's available for pre-order, but it will be available October 19th, okay, y'all better get in and tune in and get in where you fit in, okay, and with that being said, <laughs> I'm gonna move on to the next song, and then after the next song, I'm gonna bring up Jennifer, uh, Jennifer White, so Jennifer White, get ready, okay, sweetheart, you next.
Yes, that was Maxwell with this woman's work. This woman's work. Ooh, it's hot on the man. Next guest we got coming up is Miss Jennifer Thurman White. How you doing, Miss Jennifer? How you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. How are you? Girl, look, just like I told her last look, I can't complain. What good is it going to do us, girl? <laughs> it ain't going to do us no all, good. No. I, I'm just blessed. I'm highly favored. I thank God for having the ability to have this platform, to have wonderful women, a guy like you, to grace this platform. So I just want to say thank you so much for all that you do in your community, all that you plan to do for your community and globally. And I just want to be uh, a vessel that you guys can use to hopefully get the word out there and just bring more attention to you guys. Um, and I thank you again for joining us. Um, so I'm going to go right into questions. Okay. Cause you, you could tell I'm right into questions, a lot of y'all, but you know, it's okay. I, I love this. I love this. Um, so first thing I want to ask you is what did you think about the last song that I played, Maxwell, this woman's work, and how does that resonate with you? Um, I love it. Um, one of my, one of the ones I used to do back in the day. <laughs> um, but um, now, yeah. Okay, great, great, great. So first things first, uh, can you share with us the concept of a momentum coach and how do you define momentum and why is it crucial for personal and professional success? Um, yes, ma'am. Um, a momentum coach's responsibility is to help the individual um, regain focus, determination, and a sense of purpose in their personal and professional lives. They assist the individual in setting and achieving goals, overcoming obstacles, and building positive momentum for the long-term success. And um, just being a support person for the person um, to help them stay focused. Great answer. Great answer. So as the momentum coach, how do you help individuals or how do you plan to help individuals cultivate and maintain momentum in their pursuits? So what strategy, basically what strategies or techniques do would you employ to ground them um, in unwavering focus and determination? Um, the first thing is to put God first. Um, and to let them know that God is with them all the time. His word says that he would never leave us nor forsake us. So the first thing first is giving it to God and then knowing that he is right there with us. Even when we feel like we're all alone, God is there. We always have somebody there with us and that's God. Um, that's first thing. Um, and then just trying to, uh, per individual, what their goal, what they want to overcome, how do they want to work through? Because as they were saying before, earlier in the questions, um, you know, each situation, they, the situation may be the same, but the goal or outcome, the way they come out of it may be totally different. What works for one person may not work for another person. So the figuring out what their goal is, what they want to accomplish, and then moving from there while putting God first in it. I agree because 
you know, everybody has different personalities. So we handle people differently, right? So exactly. let's say you were met with someone who, you know, because everybody don't have the same spirituality, right? Everybody don't, like, we all are women of God. We all are women of faith. But what if you come across someone who does not believe in God, who have thrown that life away or just never believed in that? Like, we know that we put in God first, but how would you um, not necessarily try to sway them into believing God, but how would you strategically use God in that aspect to help them achieve their desired goals? Because, you know, we got some people out here that I don't want to... No, I don't want to hear. Don't be preaching. You know how we got those people. So what would you do in that situation that would um, still help them to reach their goal without trying to basically force, you know, that aspect onto them? Exactly. Um, I think of if I was to speak to someone who does not believe in God or don't want to hear anything about God, um, God still cares about that person. So as um, a firm believer in God myself, I don't necessarily have to say, oh, God said, God said, God said. I can let my his light shine through me in other ways by just, um, again, that individual seeing what they want to accomplish and moving forth towards that goal and letting them know that we're here with them. Anything that they need to talk to us about, we're able to talk to them, and um, it's between us. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily have to have say, to say. Uh, God said this, God said that. Just be, just a, be a, a true and kind person to that person, and I think that his light will shine through that way. Amen. Amen. Just be that vessel, because mm-hmm. I, I actually, I would just talk to Lakeithia about this, like, how do you um, let your mentors or your mentees mentor you? And that was a question I wanted to know because I'm so quick to say, you know, God this, God that, and I've had attacks lately. So that was just a personal question. That wasn't even a part of my conversation. That wasn't even one of the questions <laughs> that was on my list. But it's like, you know, I want to em- empower people so much that I use, you know, biblical uh, terminology all the time. And I've been getting, you know, some kickback from people like, I don't want to hear you preaching at me today. You know, I don't need to, I don't need no, I'm about, you know, I, people say, I don't need you speaking in tongues <laughs> to me today. So I just wanted to know that for my own personal. So I don't think I was trying to twist it no type of way. I'm just letting you know, like, that was my own personal question that I wanted to ask you. How do you do that? Um, because, or how do you get over it? And that's a good that's a good uh, way to do it because, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still in ministry and, you know, you be quick to want to tell people just about God so much, but you got people. I have to realize that everybody don't have the same, you know, religious outlook on things like I do. So I have to take that into consideration. Don't necessarily say I agree with it, but like you said, just let that light shine through me without always saying what God said or what God did or using scriptures because sometimes people could take, you know, they can be insulted by that because they have their own spiritual beliefs, right? And their own interpretations. So that was just, you know, something that I wanted to ask you and that wasn't in the books. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so then move. Look, here I go. Move right along. Okay, so in your experience, what are some common barriers or challenges that individuals face when you trying when trying to maintain momentum, and how do you support them in overcoming these obstacles? Now, that's a part of the questions that I have. For you. <laughs> I think. Um, and I'm just going to relate this to, I have um, three daughters and a son. And a lot of times when I am trying to get them to um, see, uh, to not give up, to keep going. And, you know, they don't want to hear that God said, God said. Um, I think about that in that answer. Um, uh, just letting them, a lot of times somebody has to vent. They have to get it out. So not necessarily, I'm learning now that not necessarily when they're telling you um, something that's happening, they're not necessarily, um, they're just venting about it. They just got to let it get out. It's not like it's getting into their heart, into their, their um, I don't know how I want to say it, but a lot of times when they're telling you what's happening, it's not necessarily that it has rooted and grounded in them. They're just venting to keep from it being rooted and grounded in them. If, if I'm not sure if I'm answering your question the way. Yeah, you answering it. Basically what you're saying is that a lot of times people are venting and they not, they're not calling you to get a re resolution. They're not calling you for an answer. They're not right, calling right. you for, hey, what's your, what's your take of your advice? Sometimes they just want somebody ear to listen and to get it out so they can get it out and move on yeah so yeah you definitely you answered the question you answered okay. um can you explain the relationship between mindset and momentum and how do you work with individuals to address any limiting beliefs or negative thought patterns that may hinder that process okay um it's what I always say, um, what you feed would dominate. And um, your mind, you have to change your mindset. If you're always thinking the negative, as I tell my children, if you're always thinking the glass is half empty and not half full, it's hard to keep a momentum of going a certain place because you're, deal you're dwelling on the negative side of it. So the mindset has to be changed. You cannot stay in a negative place and move forward. This is not what you feed is going to dominate. So if you're constantly dealing with the negative, constantly feeding yourself the negative, negative is going to be what's going to come out. So you're going to have to change your mindset. There's, you, you can't have a momentum if you don't change your mindset. Yes, so just like change your mind, change your life. And it's it's just mathematics, right? Because mm -hmm. you got a negative and a positive equals what? A positive. But a, a positive and a negative is going to equal a negative. But a negative and a negative is going to always equal what? A positive. You know why? Because they are both alike. And two birds right. of a feather that flock together, right? <laughs> so, you know, and, and that's just always been my mindset about it. It's, it's a mathematical thing. And it's, and it's scientific fact. But it's also, you know, it's relatable in every aspect. You cannot be negative and think that you're going to ever bind with the positive. 
is never going to, it's not going to ever come out a positive, no matter how, no matter what way you put it, a positive and a negative equals negative, a negative plus positive equals a positive, but a positive and a positive is going to equal a positive because why? Two birds of a feather flock together, but a negative and a negative going to equal a positive as well, but not because of what we think, it's because they match. Right. That's the difference. Um, so yes, um, I have one more question for you. Okay. Um, what would you, what advice would you give someone who feels stuck or lacking momentum in their personal life, and how can they begin to reignite their drive and move forward? Okay. Um, someone who is feeling stuck. Let's say it was me, right? I'm a. I'm a. I'm just okay. gonna. Say. Let's say it's <laughs> and I'm depressed. Okay. Because right? I know sometimes my questions be thought-provoking and people be like, huh? Okay, so let's say it's me and I'm down and I'm depressed, right? And I can't, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not trying to relate. I'm not trying to really hear what nobody got to say. I don't have no momentum. I'm not there. Okay, I feel like in my personal and professional life, what would you say to me uh, to begin to reignite my drive and for me to push forward, move forward. What would be your advice to me? Okay, the first thing I would say is to um, get you to say what actually um, is going good. Because no matter how negative we are, if we sit back and actually think, things can always be worse. So I do this a lot with um, my daughter and um, she'll say uh, upset about something that's not going the way that she wants to go. And I will say, but it could always be worse, but you're not this, but you're not that, but you're not this. You know what I'm saying? So when you first, the first thing I would do is get you to realize what is good and then focus on that. And then start building on that, building on it. Okay, well, you, you're not this. You're not this. You're not here. You're not there. And the more, again, with that positive, the more positive you see that how it could be worse, you'll start thinking about the positive things that, oh, yeah, but I am here. Yes, but I'm doing this. Yes, but I'm doing that. And the more you feed that, the more positive you become and that negative where light is darkness cannot stay amen so, girl. so once you once you start building that shining that light on that situation the darkness has to go so the my thing would be just to bring out get you to bring out what good is going on what good is happening so you give a lot of positive redirection and you know what right. that's key um and i learned that like even like um because i used to be a therapeutic behavior um uh professional and mm -hmm. what i did with that was you know if i see kids uh with behavioral issues instead of always telling them what they're doing wrong highlight the things that they're doing right right because the right. more right. you speak on negative things they see that they're getting the attention with the negative but if you don't feed that attention to the negative and you focus specifically on the positive things that they're doing, they're going to be like, well, ain't nobody paying attention to me no more. I don't I don't get no attention when I'm doing this. They don't even see me. But when I'm doing this, mm -hmm. they see me. 
So it's almost the same. Like then they start to do more positive things. They want to get good grades because guess what? When they got their good grade the last time, they got a star or they got a prize out of the bed. Oh, I want another prize. So those prizes can be compliments. Like you said, start telling them, hey, you know, you're not like this. You're not like that. Could be in this situation, but you're not. Basically, count your blessings. When you count your blessings, <laughs> the things that, the, that, that, that we have that, we, that are positive in our life, put all that hate, all that depression, all of that energy, just ball it up into a ball, right? And put it all towards the positive. And when you do that, you will skyrocket. I am a living witness. I am a testimony of it. So people like you, <laughs> people like you who are encouraging just any and everybody that you meet are a true blessing. Um, and I feel like just this whole ministry is uh, the work of God. God had this in his plan a long time ago. And that's why he had you guys to come together first as friends and family, but then put that nugget inside of Kate's head to be able to bring this out because each one of you guys have something that's so great. And when you bring it together, it's a masterpiece, right? You got to have a brush. You got to have a paint. You got to have a canvas, right? And then you also have to have the person holding it, right? And they have to have the mindset, right? So when you bring all those, all those things together, that is what creates a masterpiece. When you masterpiece, you, you create a masterpiece. And you guys first are bringing peace and unity and collaboration and networking. And when you bring peace, you masterpiece. And then when you masterpiece, you create a masterpiece. So I just appreciate all you guys who are part of this masterpiece. Um, and I want to thank you again, Miss Jennifer, for gracing the List and Linda uh, podcast with your presence. I appreciate you, beautiful, so, so very much. And I'm pretty sure Faith Safe Havens Women's Ministry appreciates you. And the women that you guys are working with will definitely appreciate you so, so very much. I'm going to move on to the next um, to the next song. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Amy Smith. Thank you again. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it's something about, just something about the way she
something about Kind of woman that can do for herself I look at her and it makes me proud There's something about her Something oh so sexy about Kind of woman that don't even need my help She says she got it, she got it, no doubt There's something about her Cause she work like a boss, play like a boss Car and a crib, she about to pay your mobile Yes, yes, yes. And that was Neo with Miss Independent. Y'all know we're doing women empowerment in here. And next we got Miss Amy Smith. How you doing, Miss Smith? How are you tonight? I am doing awesome. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I can't complain, girl. I can't complain. Like I tell everybody else, I can't complain. It'll be a shame because God is good. Okay. All, the <laughs> all the time. He is good. I wanted to ask you, what did you think about that song, that Neo song, Miss Independent, and how does it relate to you? Um, I like the song. It relates to me. I wouldn't say that I was totally independent because, you know, I do have a husband. <laughs> but when it comes to me doing my thing and um, focusing on what God has called me to do, then that's when I become independent to do the things that the Father has called me to do. Great answer. Great answer. Um, but even with having a husband, like I have a husband too, but I still consider myself independent child. Like we know that they are here faith. Okay. Okay, we know God that's okay. you know, even the single women out here, they got God. So everybody got somebody. But being independent, I think it's more so of you standing and saying, you know what, basically like what our book entails, saying yes to yourself. It's an internal thing. So you did answer the question that you standing in your truth and your purpose and what God gives you. And did I interpret you the correct way? 
Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right, and all right. It's your last name is Kim. That's my maiden name. Oh, I think you oh, might really? be my cousin. Well, you might be my cousin. You know, it's a lot of us. I think you is. I think you is. We kind of look like a little bit. You know? Oh, yeah, we do. We look like friends. You can be my cousin. But move right along. We just don't get on this. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get on this. Any questions? We can go all night talking about who you care, who you Okay. So, can you share with us? Um, are you in a. Uh, do you have like your window down or something like that? No, I'm in the car, but my window is up. Okay, because I, I kind of hear like a static or some type okay. of static. Let me see if I can move and it might do better. There you go. Is that better? Yeah, that's a little bit. Okay, so can you share with us about the concept of empowerment coaching? And what does it mean to empower women? Okay, well, to me, what it means is I feel like I'm here to empower women, not only these women, but whomever God sends my way. Because for me, empowering is letting you know who you are, who God has called you to be, what God has for you, and the things that God can give to you if you just trust and believe in him. And so I'm empowering you to look into your true identity of who you really are in Christ Jesus. Great answer, great answer, um, Amy. Another one I wanted to ask you is that why is it important for personal growth and development when empowering people? And as an empowerment coach, how do you inspire and encourage women to overcome obstacles and gain confidence? Well, you know, to me, you can, you can only speak on what you've been through. And if you haven't been through anything, um, then you really can't speak on it because you got to have some kind of life experience to speak on something. And sometimes, you know, you have to meet people where they are. And when you meet them where they are, you, you, do, you can give them what they need because being that listening ear for that person at that time, for that need. And once you hear that need, you can move accordingly to what God has for them. And you can speak to them in a way that they will understand because you know the Holy Spirit always gives us words, the right words to say to the right person at the right time to give them what they need. Great answer, great answer. And you know what? I appreciate you so much because you know what? A lot of times people come on to um, different organizations and they come on um, just to get a gain. You know, it's always like a take, take, take. You know, I, I work for the organization. I'm not going to name the name because I want to know about the business. I work for the organization where um, I sat on the board and even though I sat on the board, I get the footwork. But a lot of times, people don't want to do the footwork. They just want to reap the benefits 
and I just I appreciate so much everybody who's just a part of this organization because everybody is putting their foot forward no matter what the circumstances is, no matter what is going on. You guys are taking out your time and your life to say, you know what, I want to do this and I'm going to put my, my own image and my own self on the line on the front line to help people and i just appreciate you so much for that you, everyone on this platform and who who was able to call in who wasn't able to call in just to put your time and your effort into this ministry um even though i'm not a part of it i still appreciate you guys so much for doing it and that's why i say i will be here to help you guys and support you guys whatever way i can because i think that this will impact so many women and that's what it's about um so moving right along to the next question and your experience what are some common barriers or self-limiting beliefs that women face when trying to the best version of themselves and how do you support them in overcoming these obstacles um what i believe that they a lot of women face is um you know you you can be in a relationship or whatever or you can just hear it from family members and they take on those words those awful words or those those things that's been said to them and some people take them on and they wear them not knowing that who they really are has nothing to do with those words those evil words those negative words that was spoken over their lives so you have to get people to see that just because somebody might have called you out your name or told you you will never amount to nothing or did something to you that was that caused you to to feel some type of way or caused you to go into a shell or caused you to feel like I, I i just can't make it i've been told this all my life this is who i am this is what they said about me you going you, at some point you're gonna have to I, I guess i'll say it like this put your big girl pants on look in, look at yourself and know who god has called you to be know what god has called you to be walk in that thing lock that thing out live it so that you can also inspire the next person because at the end of the day this whole thing is about harvesting souls for the kingdom of god and so we got to be sure that we are in that position in that place and in that mindset to be able to give a word in due season to whomever is in need of it. Amen. Amen. And that's a lot of times, you know, we find ourselves, like you said, you have to be in that mindset. You have to be ready to make that change. And yes. I just appreciate you guys answering the call and being ready. You know, and not giving any excuses or reasons why not. And just moving yes. forward. You know what? I accept the call. I accept this guy has put this in my heart and my mind to do. And I'm going to do it without any resentment, without any pushback, without any reasons why I can't. I can't do it. I, I just I ain't got the time. I ain't got the patience. No, you say, you know what, God, you gave it to me. You put this on my heart. I slept on it. I prayed about it. You told me to do it, and I'm moving on. And that's what I can appreciate about you ladies tonight. Um, how do you, uh, the, next, the next question, 
um, how do you address the societal pressures and expectations that often hinder women's empowerment? And how do you help women navigate these external influences while still staying true to themselves? Well, um, my, what I can do is, hold on one second. My, what I feel like um, to help somebody to realize their external is to lead them. Let's say that you have somebody who is, they're right there at the door, but they just need that little push to get them to that next level and to show them what all they need is to just to trust and believe in themselves and change the mindset of what they're thinking about themselves can take a person to a whole nother level. Cause sometimes people mindset is what holds them back. A lot of times people think on a thing. I see it like this. Let's say somebody give you a negative seed. You take it in. And in your mindset, you dwelling on it. So you're watering that thing every day. And every day that you water that thing, it begins to grow. So then that's what you take on. But when you begin to give positive feedback, positive words, words of affirmation, then they take on that seed. And then that seed is the seed that begins to grow. And that's the seed that begins to manifest in their lives. Great answer. Great, great, great answer. Um, what advice would you give to women who are struggling to find their voice or feel empowered in their personal or professional life? And how can they begin to embrace their strengths and step into their power? The advice I would give to women who are struggling with that situation is first, things first you gotta go back to the beginning of who god is and what he has done for you and who he has called you to be and once you realize that part that's a game changer within itself for me and to speak to someone like let's say the person is just like okay i just need I just need you to, to say something to me that's going to get me to go that extra mile. And you know, with that, the Holy Spirit will always give you what you need to say. So to me, I could say to this person, you know what? God said, if you take this step, that he will make every crooked road place, every crooked road straight and every rough place smooth for you. And everything that you ever had need of, he has already granted it unto you. He's just waiting on you to accept the fact of who he has called you to be and where he's taking you to. All he's waiting on us to do sometimes is just take that first step and trusting in him. Because I see trusting God is like this to me. If I can get up every morning and go to my car and trust that when I turn the key, this car going to be on, 
when I turn the key, it's going to come on. I can trust God for what he said to me in his word. If he said I'm the apple of his eye, then you're the apple of his eye. If he said that he has made me the head and not the tail, then I'm the head and not the tail. If he has made me above and not beneath, then I am above and I am not beneath. So a lot of it's just knowing who you are. Amen. Knowing who you are and knowing what your purpose is. And if you don't know what that purpose is and you don't know who you are, you can find that in the word. It's, it's, you can find it in a word. So did I interpret what you said correctly? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so one more thing. One more question for you. Then I'm going to move on to uh, Jennifer Thurman. Um, okay. How do you tailor your coaching approach to meet the unique needs and aspirations of each individual person? And can you give us an insight into your personalized coaching process? Well, to me, to, for me to meet the need of each individual person, like I said, sometimes you have to meet people where they are at that time. And once I'm, I'm that listening ear and I hear what you're saying and I hear what you're going through and I hear how you feel about things, once you begin to speak that to me, then I'll know how to handle you accordingly. Whether it be with deed or whether it be just a listening ear, whether it be with word, whatever you, whatever your need may be at that time, I'm going to meet you there so that I can handle you the way God would have me to handle you. Great, great job, um, Amy. You answered every question with precision and with maturity and i just truly truly appreciate you just I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody in safe safe havens women ministry can attest to just the type of person that you seem to be to me you seem very genuine you seem very um engaging and encouraging and inspiring and i just thank you so much for, for just coming on and blessing us with your presence and you know just um telling us who you are the role that you play in the organization and what you plan you know to do as far as god what god has given you to empower and uplift and inspire women um just your story and your background is truly amazing and I'm so very, very blessed to meet you. And you are welcome here, honey. Just call on me at any time, any time, anytime. You well, call seriously, because I'm going to call on you anytime. How about that? Oh, <laughs> just put your notifications on, honey. Get my microphone stay on. Like Prince say, my microphone was on. Okay. So this microphone is on, and yours will be on anytime you call. I appreciate you so, so very much. Um, just for coming, I appreciate all you guys for coming on and having a. And people say the courage, but I don't want to say the courage because my questions are not difficult. But I just appreciate you guys for coming on because I'm here to encourage, to inspire, to empower women, but especially women of color. So my purpose for this platform is to create a safe space that women can come and feel safe, 
feel safe to tell their story, feel safe to encourage and uplift other women, especially women of color, to be able to say, you know what? I got a sisterhood over here with the Listen Linda show. I got a bond over here with her. You know, like she's cool. She's laid back. She's down to earth, but she's a woman of God. You know, so I just truly appreciate you guys um, trusting me <laughs> with helping to get your ministry out there. I'm going to move on to the next uh, song and then I'm going to uh, take Miss Jennifer Thurman. You up next, girl. Come on the bat, honey. Lucy Lou, with my girl Drew, Cameron D and Destiny, Charlie's Angels, come on. Come on. Question, tell me what you think about me I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings Only ring your celly when I'm feeling lonely When it's all over, please get up and leave Question, tell me how you feel about this Try to control me, boy, you get dismissed Pay my own condo and I pay my own bills Always 50-50 in relationships The shoes on my feet, I buy The clothes I'm wearing, I buy The rock I'm rocking, I buy Cause I depend on me To get what I get Ladies, it ain't easy being independent Question, how'd you like this knowledge that I brought? Bragging on that cash that he gave you as a front If you're gonna brag, make sure it's your money you front Depend on no one else to give you what you want
Charlie, how your angels get down like that? Independent women, part one. And I got an independent woman coming up. Her name is Jen Thurman. How you doing, Jen? How are you tonight? Hi, I'm Hi, doing very Girl, look, hey, I done told all y'all now. I can't complain now. I go ahead because he gave me so many blessings. I can't, I can't, I can't. I just got to say, I just got to give them to the Lord. Don't complain. I just got to lay it at the altar and say, here, Lord, just take it. I'm done. I don't even want it. I don't need it. Amen. <laughs> so I'm going to get right on into your questions. Okay, sweetheart. Okay. Um, can you share with us your approach to motivating and inspiring individuals become the best version of themselves? How do you help them boost their self-esteem and believe in their limitless potential? Mm. So uh, for me, um, I would um, encourage other uh, women um, pretty much by uh, being myself. I've always uh, pretty much been a, um, encourager at heart but I think the territory kind of came uh, with the fact that um, growing up I've always um, found myself needing some encouraging or needing some motivating um, and so um, just being a listening ear um, being someone that women know that they can count on who they can um, call on, call on, and um, you know, pretty much uh, helping them to know, you know, that they are not a product of their circumstance. Um, because uh, for me, I needed that, um, and so um, that's pretty much the approach I would take. Um, helping them to understand that they're not really, they're they're not at all a product of um, their circumstance or what they've um, been through. That was a great answer. And I want to move to the chat really quick. Um, mm -hmm. um, Mother-in-law, Vault, I want to say that is one of my favorite terms that I use. God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, I truly, truly, truly believe that because I come from very humble beginnings and I never, never, never take the uh, for granted or take the the light um and try to shine it on myself and say hey i did this alone no god has brought me through some things yes. and you know just like my book mountains cannot rise mountains can't rise without earthquakes it took me so long and i went through some rough times i'm pretty sure as we all have in order to become the versions that we are now but we yes. did all that not by ourselves and though we are independent women we cannot do anything without the grace of god so yes he does no, not no. call qualify he qualifies to call because i tell people all the time my interpretation of the bible them disciples was a hot mess honey and he brought oh, yeah. them through so if he brought them <laughs> disciples through baby you can't tell me he can't bring us through but that's another conversation for another <laughs> show but i just had to um to shout out uh, Mama Vault, who's the mother-in-law of Kate, and I, I don't know, I'm pretty sure she's your, um, she's she's your family as well, correct? Yes, my mother. Valerie. <laughs> Valerie. 
Yes, yes. ma'am, Miss Valerie. Thank you so much. He 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 qualifies the call. Yes, she said that. I said I got to say something about it. Yes. But move right. <laughs> Saw it. I said that's my words. I use that all the time. Okay, so Jen, back to you, sweetheart. So as an encouraging motivator. How do you incorporate spiritual values into your coaching practice? Um, and how does spirituality contribute to personal growth and achieving one's desires? Mm, okay. And so for me, I um, bring spiritual values into um, encouraging um, because of the fact that I understand that I'm nothing without God. Um, I have not accomplished anything without him. Uh, when I've tried to do things on my own, I've always failed. But when I included him, things began to change. And so for me, that is how I plan to um, bring spiritual values into encouraging others to help them to understand that we need him. We can't, we can't do anything without him, um, I mean, no matter how much we try. And so um, that's pretty much what I, what I plan to do. Great, great answer, Jennifer. Great answer. So, and um, could you provide an example of a client that you have worked with or even just somebody that you have known or that, you know, that you uh, know personally and how you motivated them to overcome self-doubt and achieve their goals and how did their self-esteem improve as a result of your specific guidance or the guidance that God had given you to work through you to them? Mm, okay. All right. And so, um, a time I used um, encouragement to um, help someone, um, I would have to say, uh, well, it was one of my friends. Uh, she was actually like a like a sister, um, but um, she was going through a lot. Had had lost. Um, several of her kids to the system and um she you know kind of felt down she was depressed a lot and so i began to uh just be a listening ear i began to tell her that um that you know she could do better um that you know god was still with her that um that she she would make it no matter what that she can get her children back um, if she would, you know, just just change and uh, just see things from a, you know, different space because of the fact that she pretty much was around um, people who I, I would say didn't really want a lot out of life. And I don't know if those are good words to choose, but, you know, some people are just like that. And um, but as I, you know, spoke to her and you know, kept encouraging her. Uh, she now works. She now have her children back. Um, you know, she she actually have her own home and stuff now when she was, you know, pretty much living with someone else for a long time without having her children. And so um, that was, yeah, that was a big uh, circumstance where, where I uh, pretty much encouraged and uh, helped someone to change. I think that's phenomenal. Um, I've been in those situations, um, as well. Um, so I can definitely resonate with you with that as far as, mm -hmm. um, having friends to lose their, 
kids to the system and you know what I'm saying, them and, and family members as well. And mm-hmm. them just hanging with the wrong crowd and being around the wrong crowd. But right. when, they, when they look to you and they look at you as inspiration and you're speaking positive and you're and you're giving them positive affirmation and you telling them all the good things they want to hear. Because you know what? People um, have this thing and maybe you can we could talk about this for a second mm-hmm. that they are so quick to judge people and tell them what mm-hmm. they're doing wrong. That is the wrong way to get mm-hmm. somebody to change. Okay. First of all, you mm-hmm. can't get nobody to change. That's number one. Um, mm-hmm. And that's only my interpretation. God can only change them, but they mm-hmm. have to want it. Just like that's they say, right. you know, you can't come in nowhere where you're not welcome. Right. That's you right. have to welcome that in. So you have to, you're, you have to have, optimism and your door has to be open for those things to happen mm-hmm. for those things to occur correct but we, we right. as a society are so wound up with telling people what they're doing wrong mm-hmm. what they did you know um yeah. i'm not gonna speak too much on it but i had a family emergency that happened with my sister and uh she was shot multiple times and yeah. uh, this was just recently and i rushed to the hospital um and 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 her her um child's father was so quick to say oh she do this all the time she doing this she doing and i told him i said don't go up there telling her what she did wrong she don't need to hear that right now she needs positive feedback she needs to hear girl just thank god that you alive praise god Mm -hmm. you alive i'm so glad to see you know you have to say that because if you don't let me tell you something when people wake up and they look in the mirror they know who they are they know what they did wrong they know what they're doing wrong they don't need to hear that from you they Mm -hmm. need positive things so i'm just so so grateful that this organization has someone like you that does not look at people and judge people and say hey I'm not going to like this person. I'm not going to worry about, I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, mm-hmm. like you say, you meet like, and like the, the last lady, Amy said, you meet people where they are. You, right. ex- you know, you examine their personalities and if they mesh well with yours or not, that's not what this is about. That's not what mm-hmm. this organization is about. This organization uh, and this not-for-profit is about coming together for the greater good to help women and just help people and family in general and and empowering them and to help them in any aspect that they can. And so I'm just so grateful that they have, you know, someone like you to motivate and inspire and encourage them because a lot of organizations don't have that. And for somebody to have that specific role to say, you know what, I'm going to take on the challenges that these people are facing and I'm going to be one of out of many of the legion of angels that God have placed in their life. Right. Yes. And so I appreciate you for that. Um, and, and, and that's, that's not getting off the subject, but I just wanted to give you an example of what I'm going through, you know, and what I saw. And I, as soon as you said that it resonated with what I just went through this past week. So I just wanted yes, to hear that. And, and just, no, 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 no. I just thank God, you know, yes. that she was shot so many times. 
but she wasn't on no tubes. She wasn't on oh, no God. machine. She was able to get up, speak. She was in her right mind. She was able to talk. To, I just praise God just for oh, that. Oh, yeah, that was God. That was God. She grew up in the church. You know, she knew what she mm -hmm. knew. But she grew up in the church. She know God. She know one number God wrapped all around her because she got a praying family. Yes. So, That's you know, nice. um, but move right along because I don't want to get off topic. Uh, but I just wanted to express that and just thank you so much for being just who you are. Um, because yeah. a lot of people don't have that. And that is what's needed in this type of organization, in all organizations. But I'm just so, so thankful that God gave, you know, Kate this vision and she handpicked the people because God gave her these people in her mind and said, these are the people that I've handpicked for you you guys to carry this thing out for God. So I just appreciate you all. Um, and we'll, I'm, I'm going to go ahead to the next question because I could talk all night about how good this, this organization it truly, truly is going to change a lot of lives. Um, can you explain the role of self-reflection in the journey of your personal growth and how do you guide individuals in understanding themselves better and gaining clarity on their specific purpose? Mm. Okay, and so how I would um, guide someone on understanding their self um, better um, is pretty much to, to get the individual to express what they like. Um, sometimes if, um, sometimes as, as women, as individuals, period, we don't really know what, what we like, what we want out of, out of life. So if you can, um, because sometimes we are so caught up in our families, our children, our daily lives, that we we forget to um, to know the real us, and so if we can, if I can just get someone to um, express things that they like or find something that um, that they like, I think that that would be something positive positive um, to help them to um, self reflect. Um, I think I think that's pretty much the main thing is to get them to pretty much uh, know what they like and um, ex ex know what makes them happy um, is pretty much what I would the, the approach I would take. Great, great answer. And I got one more question for you and then I'm going to move on to the next song. Um, what advice would you give to someone? who is struggling to believe in their potential or find motivation in their life? And how can they begin to cultivate a positive mindset and start taking steps towards their desires? So let's say it's me, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm down and out. I don't believe in myself. I can't find no motivation. How can I begin to cultivate a positive mindset about my life and take steps towards what I want to do in my life. Mm -hmm. If it was you, what I would uh, what I would do is, um, if you were uh, down down and out, what I would um, to help you to take positive steps. Um, I would I would pretty much um, be a listening ear first to see uh, what the problem is, see how we can get to the root of the. Um, the issue at hand to see why um, um, you're you're downing out because sometimes you can cover you can cover circumstances up with with going out or you know or finding something else to do 
But as soon as you come home and you're by yourself, you can you still thinking about that that issue or that thing that's draining you or dragging you down. And so sometimes it's best to find the the root of the of the issue. So I would be a listening listening ear. You know, sometimes people you know just just talking about what's bothering them um, helps them to understand the issue better and to understand that okay, well maybe it's not as bad as I seem is as it seemed now that I speak about it now that I now that I can hear myself saying it. But as long as it's just playing in the, in your head. Sometimes it's, it pretty much uh, take a little bit more control over your mind and than it should, which leads to depression. So I think the 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 first thing is to get to the root of the um, the issue to get uh, the individual to to maybe see if they would uh, open up about what's uh, what's bothering them first um, before I advise to move on to a different task that is just going to be. Um, pretty much just putting a mask over the problem. Great, great answer. Well, Jennifer, you have been a true blessing. Um, I appreciate you. I'm pretty sure the Faith Safe Havens Women Ministry appreciates you and all the women that you guys plan to impact and are empowering right now. Um, I thank you so much for gracing us with your presence here on the Listen Linda podcast. And you too are welcome anytime. My door is always open. If you want to call in, you want to hang with me, I'm going to be here. Um, I will let you guys know as of October 31st, I'll be moving to a new platform called Station Head. I won't be doing interviews, but I will still be on. Um, just okay. giving my little commentary and my music and, you know, um, empowering women like I do. Um, but I won't be doing interviews for a while. Um, and I, and if you follow me on Facebook, you'll see why. But you guys can follow me on Station Head on the same um, username, Listen Linda 23 So okay. you can download that. It's the same type of platform. You can call in. You can request music. You can do all of that. Um, so I appreciate you so, so very much. For calling in and just being a part of this organization and, you know, putting your presence out there and just letting the world know who you are and your role in the organization. And I just appreciate you so, so very much. I'm going to move on to the next call. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Kate again so I can just get some final words in about the organization and what you guys plan to do moving forward and, you know, whatever it is that you guys need. Let her just have that final word, and then we're going to close out with prayer. So mm -hmm. I want to thank you again, okay, sweetheart, thank and you're you welcome back anytime. Anytime soon, I'm going to be right here, honey. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good one. You too, sweetheart. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
Yes, come through Mama Pat with the secret place part one. Yes, that was my mother-in-law, you guys, the beautiful Miss Patricia Cox with the secret place. Come through, Lord. And y'all, she is streaming on all platforms. So whatever music platform you use on your phone, just search Patricia Cox. She will show up the secret place. That is her. She has a beautiful album. Go get it. Um, and come on, Kate, what you think about the secret place? Now, now. <laughs> you got me over here crying like old big old baby. Because I just look. girl, you better not be crying. Look, I'm not gonna do this with Kate. Look, Kate, you got one more time on my show, and that's it for you, okay? We not gonna do this. What you up there crying for now? Look, I look. Y'all better get a faith safe havens, okay? She over here crying. Now, what you crying for now? Because I'm full, honey. Because I have to dwell in my secret place just this week. Um, con continuously praying to God to continue to cover us and bring us to where we need to be in this ministry. And thanking him for the vision. Thanking him for my husband, first and foremost. My biggest supporter. Um, thanking him for each and every woman that's on this call, even the ones that's not on the call that's happening in the, in the background. Um, I thank him and I have to dwell in my secret place from time to time to pray for every decision. You know, I have people, Chris and I, we have people coming to us with offers and we have people coming to us with um just different things um that's not right for us and i'm constantly having to pray because it's a lot to carry this this is, this is a lot amen and you know what i want to tell you and this is just you know what's resonating in my spirit. And I'm not one of them people who say, God told me to tell you, because God can't tell me to tell you nothing. You got your own relationship with God, but I feel like what's right, because you know, I don't prophesy. Um, but what I will say is that it's resonating in my spirit that anybody that's coming to you with any type of office, we never, we never take food from everybody who hand us a plate, right? We never drink from every cup, because every cup ain't a good cup and all money ain't good money you have to pray on it and you have to ask god before you make a decision you never carry that you leave it at the altar you let god make those decisions and if this if if, if something is ringing in your in your mind that this is not right hey you know how to say no we wrote a whole book about saying yes to you and know the girl you better learn how to say no it'll be a no a no and another no and the no, just like it was no yesterday. Okay, so you have to know that God gave you that vision. And if it does not align, just like you know, like I, I tell everybody who said they want to interview on my show, right? What did I what did I tell you? I said we have to have a consultation first because I need to know that your brand aligns with what? With my brand. Because if my brand don't align with your brand, is no point of you coming on my show. Because if you're an atheist, guess what? This show ain't for you because I'm praying coming in and I'm praying coming out. 
people can say what they want to say about the music I play or the music that's requested of me. That's my job to play music. I get paid to make, play music. But what I won't do is compromise my integrity or my platform with somebody's brand that does not align with mine. And you have to do the same for your brand. Well, you don't have to, but I'm encouraging you to do the same for your brand and what the vision that God has given you. Okay. Everything that somebody gives you, no matter how much money or how much they say they're going to put behind it. The devil took Jesus on, on, the, on top of the mountain, on top of the hill and said, this can all be yours if you follow me. And what did he say? Get thee behind me saying, you can't give me something that's already mine. God didn't already gave this to me. My father has already given. This is my inheritance. How you going to try to compromise or say, hey, you, this can all be yours. I ain't got to follow you, heathen. I ain't got to follow you all of what? God didn't already promise me that. It's in the word. God didn't already promised you things with this ministry. It's in the word. If you don't believe it, pick it up. It's in the word. He's telling you, I will give you the desires of your heart. Your purpose lies in the purpose that God has for you. Don't let these people come trying to steer you and clear you into the direction that they want you to go because now they see that you're getting clout and your name is getting out, your brand is getting out there. So they want to ride the coattails. Don't let it. Don't let it. If they're not trying to put forth the same effort that you're putting in, sometimes people just can't go with us. So they are trying to anchor you down because they want to see you float, but they don't want to see you sail. And sometimes we have to learn how to cut those strings of those anchors and throw them back into the sea. Okay? Because they, look, you can go somewhere, but you can't go with me. That's all I'm saying. And I ain't going to tell you what to do with your stuff. That's your stuff. This is the, the, the vision God gave you. But what's resonating in me to say is that leech is going to hold on for what they can benefit. But if they're not putting in the effort or putting forth the effort and trying to work with you and not take over, girl, they'll turn that thing into a hostile takeover if you allow it. Because I've seen plenty CEOs and founders come and go because they get a board or they get people behind them and those people can come together and fire you and make it a hostile takeover. So I'm just telling you, stand your ground, stand firm in it. And anybody that's not aligning with your mission and what God told you to do and your purpose, cut them strings off because it ain't worth it. Don't, don't steer away from what God has given your vision that God has given you. That's all I'm going to say. Look, and I yield the mic. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jacqueline, <laughs> for yielding the mic. <laughs> Listen, I have no desire to go against anything that's in this vision that God has given me. Absolutely no desire. I'm going to fight for this vision. This vision is going to come to pass. I have a plan for this vision, and this is just what it's going to be. I want to thank each and every one of these ladies that's a part of this. Listen, I'm full. You guys already know I'm full. I am super proud of each and every one of them. You know I'm a crybaby. I'm sitting here crying right now. <sighs> just joyful. Just this here is... We're going to bless millions, Jackie. Bless millions. 
I see it. I see it and I know it. And that's why I thank every single person. That's why I said God gave you the vision and he gave you the names. He handpicked them specifically for their purpose. Um, and I'm not saying to those ladies, I'm more so saying it because you said it's been people trying to come that don't align with your brand. And I was just saying for those people who are trying to come that don't align with your brand, that that are 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 trying to invite things that you don't agree with, you have to learn how to say no to them people and keep them keep it moving. Don't let them people deter you, which I know you're not. You're a strong, strong woman. I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying because I'm just basically piggying off of what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I always listen to your encouragement, Jackie. You know, we have these side conversations where, you know, I have to vent to, you know, people and I have to hmm, handpick the ones that I know God sent to me. And I know the ones, one of the ones, you know, God sent to me here lately when I got in contact is you. You know, we have our side conversation. We have our praying sessions. Um, and I have that with each and every uh, one of the ladies that's a part of Faith Safe Haven. I have a unique relationship with every one of them. Um, of course, Lakeithia is my daughter. Um, Anita is my business partner. Um, and my sister in Christ and my friend. Um, Amy is my sissy. <laughs> my sissy. And another one of my biggest supporters. She's my praying sister. She's the one of the toughest, sweetest confidants that I have. If I don't have anyone to go to, I've had her. She's seen the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups and downs, and everything that I have to offer in me. And she's never judged me. And she's the prayer warrior that I need in my corner. Every, every one of them are. Jennifer White is my sister-in-law. And I love her dearly. <laughs> the momentum coach is just that. She gives me the momentum that I need. And I knew that God put her in my spirit to be a part for just that reason. We have Jennifer Thurman. She's my sister-in-law as well. And she's encouraging because she encourages me. And I know she's going to encourage millions. Each and every one of these women are going to encourage millions. Millions. Paige is on the back end. Thank you, Paige, for listening in. But I have to be honest and say, Paige, God placed her in my spirit to be the spark that I think we're going to need. And eventually she's going to start speaking as well. Because what she does to me, just it's sort of just like you, you, Jacqueline. When I met Paige, it was just something she would do and something she would say. And you know how we all can sit there and we'll have that, that person that'll tell you, girl, go and get your life. And she'll also pray with you, but that's Paige. And so each and every one of these women have a unique, a unique bond with me. And I just want to say thank you to each and every one of these women. We're going to do this. This ministry is going to empower millions. This ministry is going to touch so many lives. And Jackie, I want to thank you for having us.
Chris and I are excited to get this ministry off the road. We're going to start off by making it a call center because the vision for this is a call center. So Safe Haven is just that. Safe Haven is, I know, as I stated before, I know I felt like I didn't have anyone to talk to. And when I did talk to people, if it made me feel like I needed to go tell and I wasn't ready, I'm 43 and I'm just now ready. And so we have to meet people like Amy said at best where they are, where they are in Christ, where they are. We can't force them to get to do anything. We can't force them to come to Christ. We can't force them to go to the authorities. We can't force them to do anything. And sometimes what people need is just a little ear no judgment no nothing and that's what we're going to start our offering eventually we'll get off to having the the outreach program we're going to have the um different programs where you know we'll help them find job entrepreneurship with so many programs and so many um parts of this that's going to come to pass from starting out ministering to them and then letting them see that you know you too can do this. You too can own this many companies. You too can, can have this relationship with God. You too are worthy to have anything that you set your mind to. And that's the vision. That's the sole purpose of Safe Faith Haven. And that's what we're going to do. Very, very, very outstanding. You know, I'm with you a million to a trillion, honey. You know, I'm right here if you need me, like I said, for anything. Um, I'm always going to be a supportive uh, person, you know, in your corner for anything that you have going on. Um, and I truly, truly appreciate Faith Safe Havens Women Ministry and you and Chris for just, you know, um, trusting me with helping you guys get the word out. And um, I appreciate all the ladies um, of women, uh, Faith Safe Havens Women Ministry for helping me to um, just introduce them and get you know their roles out there and what they their their impact that they're having with the ministry as well because there's no I in team right so you know you got one person that person got the vision they're the visionary but without the people you know helping them bring it to pass. Is just what that is. It's just a vision. That vision can't come to fruition without the help of others. So I just want to let you all know that you all are truly, truly appreciated. Kate, I truly appreciate you. Just like, listen, Linda, it started off as a vision. But without my people, without my support system, without um, people, excuse me, people like you who tune in, who who book interviews, I wouldn't have a podcast. I probably would, but it wouldn't make the impact that, that God wants it to make. You know what I'm saying? Without people helping me carry the vision and carry the torch. So I appreciate every single person who tuned in tonight, every single person who called in tonight, every single person who commented tonight. You guys are truly, truly appreciated. Um, and I'm going to um in with prayer and then i'm gonna end with one more song but before i do that kate can you tell everybody where to find safe haven the website how they can donate and how they can help impact um women in their communities or how they can help spread the word about faith safe haven 
Yes. Yes. Um, um, we have a website of faithsafehavenwomensministry.com. And there's a link on there to donate to the ministry as well. So everything is up on the website, the phone number to call us to to schedule if you need a consultation, if you need to talk about anything. The phone number is on the website as well. Everything is there, ready to go. We're ready to go get started and um, minister to these women. Thank you so much for that. For some reason, my button wasn't working, but thank you so much for that. Um, and I'm going to close out with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you now as we close out this episode of Listen, Linda. We thank you for the opportunity to gather together, Lord, and be inspired by empowering messages shared through this platform, Lord God. Lord, we pray for all those who have tuned in and listened attentively. May your words of encouragement and empowerment resonate deeply within the hearts and minds, reminding them of their worth and their strength that they possess through you, Lord God. As we conclude this episode, we ask for your continued guidance and protection over each person who tuned in and each person that called in and each person that is listening to the replay, Lord God. May they be filled with a renewed sense of purpose and may they walk confidently in the path that you have set before them, Lord God. Lord, we also want to express our gratitude for the women of Faith Safe Haven who have shared their gifts and voices through empowering and uplifting others, Lord God. We thank you for the, the way that their hard work has touched our hearts and uplifted spirits, Lord God. Bless them abundantly, Father, and continue to use them as vessels of your love and grace, Lord God. Finally, we commit this episode and all those who have been a part of it into your loving hands, Lord God. May your presence remain with us as we go forth into the world, sharing your message of hope and empowerment with others. Lord God, it is your name. We pray and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, ladies, so much. I'm going to play this last song and it's going to take us out. So, good night, ladies. Have led me through the fire.
You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God. Hey, was all. So, so. 